The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. The Bob and Zip Show. Okay, it's uh, it's April something or other. We're recording on April 7th. Welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly and Spike O'Neill, special guest. You're going to be one of those. Like, there have been shows that have had special guests on them for their entire <laughs> run, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, you always have this job if you want it. I appreciate that. Um, so before we get started, um, uh, before we uh, started the podcast, uh, Zip was talking about... Um, he did something recently that made him feel like he was a woman, which is interesting because <laughs> why, why? hold on. No. Even even context, the, context, context. Gonna, gonna, let me give you the context. Man, I feel let, like let me a finish woman. setting this. Even even our new Supreme Court judge couldn't define what a woman is, and now I'm excited to hear Zip do it. Zip, you, you have the floor. <laughs> yes, it's all you. No, all I said was uh, I saw that the uh, Oscar-winning uh, Coda movie. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, children of of uh, deaf adults, and it was you know I felt like a chick. I bawled my eyes out yes. several times. Wow, Cle- a yeah. lot of Kleenex. T- t- How many Kleenex yeah. boxes would you give it? Uh, yeah, nine Kleenex boxes. Nine Kleenex yes. boxes. Wow, it touched your inner vaj. It nice. really you know what? did. It's really weird. I don't know how you do nine of anything in a rating system. Like <laughs> even Hustler only went straight up and down, and that was it. No, it was just uh, yeah. it was just a great movie. You saw it, it correct? I, I yeah. did see Coda. In fact, Lisa and I saw Coda when it was first out, just because I liked the description, and I had no. I mean, it's one of those th- uh, wonderful experiences where you just start a movie and you have no idea what it is. And as it begins, it feels a little like a predictable sitcom or something. Yes, but it draws you in. Well, and then it keeps doing things you don't expect. It does, yeah. It was uh, a marvelous movie, and um, it's one of those a worthy winner. You think of the? Oh yeah, Uh, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. Of course, I didn't see any of the other movies. So what am I going to (laughs) say? Best movie you saw of all the ones you saw? Clearly, that was the best. Let me put it to you another way. Um, (laughs) King Richard was a great movie, but I'm really glad it went to Will Smith. We got to we got to see some great action. (laughs) (laughs) You you are a troublemaker. This is a no Will Smith zone. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Will Smith thing is over, um, and he got away with it basically. Yeah. I think I well, think so they should. Well, no, they they canceled his next movie, from what I hear. Yeah, they a couple projects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he and Mel Gibson will have some drinks together, and pretty soon they'll both be making. Yeah, I know. Movie. I know they're both in the poorhouse <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, and and by the way, they should. I, I now believe they should have taken away the Oscar. Really? Yeah, you want that? You want that stuff to keep happening? Mm. Let them keep the Oscar. I, it was voted for, though. You know, and I think that the, the people have spoken. You kind of got to, that's like trying to reverse an election. You shouldn't do that, you know. I see that point. I see yeah. that point. Yeah. Okay. Consequences Consequences moving forward are fine, but retroactive with the Oscar, I don't think, I don't, I don't know with that. I don't agree that right. it's wrong. Okay, back to Zip feeling like a woman. So, um, <laughs> without giving too much of the movie away, tell people why they should see it. It's just, uh, it's a great family story. I don't know. It just, it ticks all the boxes for a great film. And it was an independent film, a mm. low budget. 
You know, yeah. it, it has Surprise. none of the formulaic Hollywood shit. So uh, at no time did Spider-Man see. enter this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's no car chase, no no God, helicopter no. crashes, no nothing, <laughs> no pyrotechnics. <laughs> now, what, the... what streaming service was it on? Uh, Apple. Was Apple, oh, Apple right? Plus. Oh. Yeah, it was Apple in made, the theater, Apple made too. that movie, right? But yeah. Apple made yeah. the movie. For, forget yeah. the part about no major corporation benefited from this movie. I got a free one from SAG, so... Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure Apple made it. I think they bought no? it. Yeah, they oh, did. Okay. They bought yeah, for, they, they, for, okay, that was their that delivery much. system. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a beautiful movie. We're not going to give anything away, except that it, you already know it won the Oscar for Best Picture. So, yep. And uh, supporting actor, was that was that right? It wasn't lead, it was supporting. Yeah. He, the, the gentleman also won the Oscar. But, but Who in... reminded me so much of Mick Fleetwood, oh. the drummer in Fleetwood yeah. Mac. He yeah, just, he did have that look. Totally. Yeah. Just, I couldn't get that out of my but anyway, yes, I digress. And Mick Fleetwood making love all night at full volume is something I don't <laughs> want to think about either. <laughs> that was very funny. That's right. Yeah, I forgot very about funny. that scene. <laughs> All right, keeping on the same theme, though, Zip. Since um, since we have a new Supreme Court justice uh, who could answer this question, could you define what a woman is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> no, seriously, political correctness. It, it's a culture war. Trap set with some bait. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy stuff out there. I'll tell you, I've been, you know, with maple syrup, which is now over, mm-hmm. except for some of the shipping, I've been um, really uh, removing myself as much as possible from the day to day clickbait stories. Yeah, me too. Uh, part of why is uh, this friend I keep talking about, and I keep plugging his book, uh, Brain Rules for Work, uh, John Medina, the scientist. Uh, and Spike knows him, too. Uh, yep. He, he and I have had a few conversations recently, and I, I think I introduced this concept of how dictators, um, how dictators become completely evil and lacking in empathy, which was one of the chapters in his book. It's basically how power over people not corrupts you, but removes your ability to empathetically relate to the people that you rule. Right. And ultimately corrupts you. And so, uh, anyway, that was something we talked about maybe a month or so ago. I was talking to John uh, a little bit about the media and um, just the divisiveness that exists uh, today. And you could say politically, but I think it bleeds over into uh, really anything that involves being on social media because, as Spike loves to say, uh, that gives you something called keyboard courage. Yep. Which I relate uh, as analogous to that power dynamic that uh, Dr. Medina had talked about in the sense that when you're visiting your neighbor, it doesn't matter what political party either of you two are. You'd help each other with a flat tire. Yeah. You'd take the uh, the guy's wife to the hospital. You're good people, right? But the minute you get on Twitter or um, whatever, you know, the, there's a whole bunch Platform. of platforms. Yeah. The minute you get there on your soapbox, oh yeah. What do you do? You start acting as if you know stuff. <laughs> And most of what you're acting as if you know is stuff you've heard. And you're parroting. Yeah, you're, and you're parroting. Well, so here's what I'm trying unsuccessfully. 
not to do, which is use hyperbolic words like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hyperbole? Me? Because really? <laughs> the, the thing about those words is yes. those words are in themselves divisive. Talking points. They are, what those words do hmm. is act as if you're better than people that don't realize they're hoodwinked and are being parrots. In other words, you're, um, and by the way, I'm not singling you out, Ed. No, of course not. We all do it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a form of, in my view, bigotry. And the word bigotry isn't uh, used a lot anymore. They like to use racism because they can make it about people who you think are on welfare or public mm -hmm. assistance. Mm -hmm. uh, but bigotry is really the same. Uh, we used to also call it prejudice, prejudging large groups of people. And, and you're judging people really without a fair trial or without actually knowing. You just build a case, which is usually a case that's been presented to you through some form of media, certainly not by knowing six Republican neighbors who are all assholes. <laughs> that isn't how you develop your opinions. What, what if you have five? Not from real people. You, you have get to have my six, point? I've got five. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part of town. No, but do you get my point that all of this is manufactured yeah. in an environment that is built of narratives that are designed to hold your attention? And how do you hold someone's attention? Tell them they're right. <laughs> right no but i love how you go the opposite of what we we're going to say well that's okay because that's what what they're doing and what's holding people's attention is feeding into their beliefs oh, oh, oh okay well okay but how you get to people's attention is through drama uh, okay so telling them they're right that's an interesting point you made because the, the, the what you consume in your case it would be msnbc and probably cnn and you know people you think are smart, and I'm not disputing you. I, I'm not going to say who's right or wrong. I will. <laughs> I know you guys will. <laughs> just, just kidding. Just Hold on. By the way, someone told, accused interest. me of ganging up on the four of you a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, uh, yeah, I ganged up on all four of them. All four of them. You did, too, me. and they were and right. I yeah. had the nerve to not let them finish. It was really funny. Um, I think Zip called it whack-a-mole, which is your, which is your, your yeah. best skill. Well, what's funny is when the four of you are beating on me because, no, this goes against everything I've been trained to think, uh, I feel very much unheard. But the people who agree with you, think that I'm not hearing you. So, and that's mm. sort of what we're talking about, isn't yeah. it? In a microcosm, yeah. So there's dopamine involved here somewhere. Oh, right? yes. In yes. The drama. You have Big not time. met John Medina, but you just hit the jackpot with that. So here's what's involved. Um, he used a word in our conversation yesterday, that it's a phrase. Cognitive dissonance. No. Not that one? No. Not that one. <laughs> um, he used a phrase that I frankly have heard ages ago and hadn't thought about. And I've been thinking about it nonstop today and reading about it. It kept me off the Washington Post. It kept me off all those other Wall Street journals. And I just was reading scientific information about this phrase. And the phrase was force multiplier. Hmm. Who of us out there, I'll bet some of you have heard of it, knows what a force multiplier is. By the way, Zip, if you'd rather tell us what a woman is, I will, we will go, <laughs> Actually, we will go a, in that a, direction. A woman is a force one. multiplier, <laughs> yes, Bob. Yes, they, they are synonyms. Yes, what's no. that? Is, for, 
Women and for, woman and force multiplier are synonyms. They mean the exact same thing. <laughs> in some households, yes, I'm sure. All right, who wants to take a stab at force multiplier first? Uh, is there a fulcrum involved? Is it a wedge? Uh, a fulcrum is a force multiplier. Right, when used in combination with uh, a bar. Uh, who's Googling right now? I want to see. Uh, not yet. See. No. That's just, that's just basic, <laughs> yes, that's just yeah. basic physics. Someone's Googling. I know this. Someone's Googling. I'm not Googling. Okay, so. It, it, it reinforces your argument, right? So uh, you're you're dancing around it. Let me let me. And by the way, I didn't know either. So I'm a terrible I, I had dancer. to look it up. I have it, that advantage. Hmm. Uh, uh, let me go to the uh, Wikipedia. I'm not even going to do that. I'm just going to go from memory. A force a force multiplier is anything that takes what you would have been able to do and multiplies by uh, how many percent. Like for example, a hammer is a force multiplier. Right. Okay. If I hand you a nail and a board and say, get that nail and that board, it's going to take you um, quite a while. In fact, with your hand, you're going to maybe be bloody and not even get one nail in. But if I give you a hammer and in a minute you can get five nails in, then mm -hmm. a hammer is a force multiplier of five per minute. And a hammer gun is a whole lot faster. Yeah, I'll kick your ass <laughs> with a nail gun. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> oh. So... Um, as it turns out, this term force multiplier can be applied in so many ways to so many things. So you now sort of know that it's some, it's not just a tool though. A force multiplier can be a strong leader, can inspire someone. Yeah. In fact, this book, Brain Rules for Work, um, you know, we talk about how to be a good leader that you actually take and you inspire people to work twice as hard as they would have worked for a leader that didn't know how to inspire and uh, instill a passion in people. So in terms of work, that's a force multiplier. If you've ever worked for an incredibly inspirational boss, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Bob, Spike, you you're were, strangely you, silent on that. I was waiting for the moment to say, <laughs> Bob, you are truly a force multiplier. Oh, well, that's kind of you, and and thank you. I mean, when, when you look at the the sum of our shows that we always had in any incarnation, they were all better because of what you drove from everyone. You might actually listen to me this week. This is going to be a thrill for me, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. Um, I was thinking about some of the great bosses we worked for. I knew Zip wouldn't have anything to say on this because he's worked some serious assholes over the years, except, <laughs> except our current boss, who is a force multiplier, and I, you should give him a plug. Bob? Bob Goodell. Is he a force multiplier or what? But he's got a gentle hand. In and, and, and so cool think? of you to point that out. Why is he a force mul multiplier? It's not a thundering he, velvet glove. As they he say. has a, not just a velvet glove. He loves every single employee. And you know he loves you. Hmm. And that motivates you more than someone saying... You're fake news. You're a jerk. You're wrong. You're an idiot. You should do show prep. <laughs> you can see where I'm going. With all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Try a double time check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your rating calls so, in, calls out. <laughs> so I have tried in previous podcasts to talk to you guys about how we all need to be nicer to each other, yeah. but everybody's so riled up about the politics that, like, yeah. well, then they're then you're just enabling them. Then you're just letting them win the evil people, and then and then they think you're the evil people. And uh, the fact is, when you meet each other across the street or over the fence in your backyard, 
Neither of you is evil. So what is happening to us that's making 40% of us think the other 40% are equal and the other 20% in the middle just ducking, trying not to get hit by the track? (laughs) Got to be social media. Anybody can answer that. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, it's genuine misinformation. I think that's very, very true. And that's one of the main things, just like there's lots of force multipliers. Misinformation is a force multiplier because how can you rile up a bunch of people to believe that, say, Democrats and Joe Biden are trying to turn our country into communism unless you have some believable information that they first believe? So that believable information would be a hammer, wouldn't it? Like, if you go to your neighbor across the street who's a good, God-fearing Republican, and I'm only saying this because you yous are all Democrats. If yous were all Republicans, I'd be saying, you know, you go to the Democratic, the Socialist, the Communist across the street. Right, he owns a nice pizzeria in D.C. doesn't even have a basement, <laughs> but, you know. So if you go to that individual person, are you going to get inflamed? No, because we're all actually pretty nice people. Okay. I was just thinking the how the next this, person uh, who writes and says Bob never gives anyone else a chance to speak. I would like you to I would like to point out play this, this moment particular again. moment in the podcast. Seventeen minutes and twenty seconds. Ruminating. Yes. Go. Go ahead, Zach. No, I was just going to say applying the force multiplier deal to the justice system kind of shoots it all to hell, doesn't it? A jury is is a uh, say trial what you jury. Tell me a little more what you mean to the justice system. Well, no, just that uh, isn't that. You know, the same thing happening if there's an alpha dog in the jury that he becomes a force. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, And and people like Vladimir Putin or perhaps the United States leader, as seen through Russian eyes, are evil leaders who push people in a bad direction. And um, and it's not just whether they're actually evil, but it's whether you could who believes they're evil that gives them power and force. For example, right now in Russia. Mm. polls are showing that Putin's popularity is rising as his message that the West is evilly attacking and destroying Russia's economy is hitting home because, I don't know, we are? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, they're not that far off. In other words, we gave gave him the hammer Mm -hmm. to convince his people that we're the bad guys. Yep. And when they, anytime they announce those, all I can think of is this is only going to hurt the Russian people. The oligarchs have too much money for it to matter, at least it seems it, yeah. at, on, on the surface. It's one of the reasons I just, from the beginning of this war, thought, okay, we're in Chapter 1 now. Do any of you guys can see what Chapter 5 looks like? Because it's clearly obvious that... Anyone's game. To me, that these games are being played... Uh, you know, by the higher uh, positions on the chessboard without much concern for the basic populations of anywhere. The plebeians, yeah. And and we're, um, we have a history of mismanaging these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a history of really convincing the population that we are the best people with the best intent, and it may even be true. How, how do you have both of those, though? How do you, how do you, you know, we're convincing of this, but it's true. I mean, 
So again, that's having your cake and smack, smacking them in the face with it. You know. Yes. Same and, time. And but in your um, in our debates, you're really uh, I notice very hung up on this word true, um, which, and I think often you're right, uh, in the sense that something is an actual fact. <laughs> well, <laughs> often. In that Sorry. Sense, just in that sense. <laughs> But, but being right and having someone else be wrong is a situation. It's a dramatic situation that we all experience while being alive, right? All, mm-hmm. even whether it's your wife or your significant Daily. other or yeah. your neighbor or the dog pooped on the lawn or whatever. <laughs> and so the question isn't so much, should I, do I have the right to be angry because I'm right and he's wrong? Maybe the question is, what's a proper force multiplier? to actually resolve the situation because it turns out taxes <laughs> taxes always a good answer level the playing field <laughs> like, really like a random twitter uh, comment there and i appreciate yeah. it yeah um no i mean if 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 you want to communicate something like that it's awfully hard because people buy into like the propaganda that they believe is the propaganda they believe. In Russia right now, they believe a lot of people. And I'm sure it's just like here. There's probably 20% that feel this way, 40% that feel this way, and another 40%. You know, because people, we all fit into sort of profiles and we pick, mm-hmm. we pick what we are comfortable with. Yep. Much dictated by our uh, right. parentage and neighborhoods. And, but if I understand so, yes. Spike's query really it's if i'm right and i know someone else is wrong what can i do right i'll burn them down damn it yeah well it 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 seems to me i'm not doing either of us any good if i just say well we are we're all all entitled to our own opinions you're not doing any good now doesn't do them (laughs) any good or me any good right if you call a whole bunch of people idiots uh does that do more good um does it do me any good to say, "Wow, well, you're just you're you're uh, you're hard to understand"? But I'm trying. Hold on, you assume I want you to say something else <laughs> rather than actually answering my question, right? Because I think you know that it's actually not productive, even though it makes you feel good because you can act superior to somebody. No, seek first to listen and uh, understand, and then be yeah. be heard, right? And of course, you know how you know this from children. From raising children. Okay. So I prefer to look at people who... The brain is half full, not half empty. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Yeah, very well played. In other words, I I prefer to think like, okay, so what can we do? And so when I look at America, because that's what I do, I sit here and look at America, um, I think uh, we're all stuck in these social media things that are really dopamine um, heroin that um, give us a, a soapbox. They, they basically force multiply us into thinking we have power, mm-hmm. even global power they mm-hmm. make us think we have. One man, one vote. And they think we, and by the way, who is it said that make you think you're right? Um, you know, they make us think we're right because yeah. they put us in the echo chamber that tells us everything we believe is right. Mm-hmm. And then what are, what are we when we're in that? We're angry. Justifiably, I'm going to say that. Motiv- motivated. Can. Yeah. 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 <laughs> motivated. Righteous anger. So yeah. they have force multiplied us, but have they force multiplied us in a direction that's productive? 
that solves no. any problems, or no. is it? Are we just heading further towards? You know, uh, what do you call the the um, Armageddon? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, Armageddon. that's the word I, that's the word I was going with too. Yeah. That was my worst case scenario. Yes, uh, my best okay. case scenario was that we become under authoritarian rule, even here right. in the United States, which Ugh. really almost some happened. people think could have happened with Trump. Yeah. I don't think it came that close, but wow. But I do think it's a warning that it could happen. And oh yeah, that was a warning shot over the bow. No, too yeah. And, it. and yeah. well, if if you if you're a believer that history repeats itself, this is what happened in Germany in the 30s. They tried a coup and didn't work, and nobody did anything about it. So they got better at it and did it again, and it worked. Yeah, and I think you're right. And I'm a believer in history repeating itself. But also, each time it tries to repeat itself, you're in a different environment. So the yeah. more things yeah. change, the more they stay the same. But a lot of things have changed. One thing I I think is un unspoken about enough is that uh, I was reading something today. My wife got something from a friend of hers, a right-wing friend of hers that said, mm. uh, it was a quote from Khrushchev supposedly in 1959 where he said the U.S. is going to just gradually we don't have to conquer the We don't US. have to fire a shot is yeah, the quote. For, yeah. for yeah. communism because they're going to become socialists and it had a list of all these things that make you socialist and one, the first one on the line was when the government takes over health care, the government oh, controls yeah. the people. And then I thought, well and it listed a bunch of these things, and I, th and I thought, well, th that's actually the opposite of what's happening in the U.S. Uh, government isn't taking over health care. Health care has taken over the government. That's correct. <laughs> Healthcare writes the laws. They do to make they, it one they, sixth of the economy. They yeah. own the inside yeah. the Beltway. Now you can't. These politicians can't buy yeah. a stake. But, but here's. Washington. But this is what's so cool about that is, yeah. Yeah. from a. Uh, if I want to make a hyperbolic argument from the right, I will say they're trying to take your health care and make it a government thing. Mm -hmm. And if I would argue it from the left, and the left is, frankly, um, seriously, the left needs some force multiplying Viagra uh, oh, to their message. There's yes, no fucking yeah. message whatsoever. Uh, can I say to you, Democrats, you're all stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't get an argument from I'm a me. hypocrite right now, aren't I? Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> no, 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 but from the... So the real argument should be made is that um, all of our laws are written by lobbyists for healthcare, and that's why we pay exorbitant prices, and that's why um, even with private healthcare... It 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 is in danger of always uh, bankrupting people and also not being nice to people. Uh, there's a thing about capitalism that you know every people who really believe in capitalism believes that uh, it, all problems will work their way out. Uh, what if a whole bunch of people are like starving and poor? Well, that's because they didn't have the moral ambition to go get a good job. They'll lift themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, sure. And. Uh, What happens when we build robots? Oh, by the way, I saw a hilarious cartoon. <laughs> it said, you know we're in trouble when um, uh, computers are asking us to verify that we are not robots. <laughs> <laughs> now, I love that. <laughs> Please verify you're not a robot. How many traffic lights do you see? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, so here's the thing about that. Like, yes. uh, there is a thing going on right now with productivity and robotics and oh, automation yeah. Oh, yeah. and artificial intelligence 
that is basically going to give all of us nothing to do but sit around and play video games. Oh, I'm sorry. Look at your argue, social media argue, feed. Argue yeah. online. Yeah. yeah and argue online. <laughs> our our and number one export. This old world that we lived in where someone had to run the plow, someone had to run the horses, someone had to build the widgets. Um, yeah. Even cars are being churned out. You know, Germany is building an electric vehicle uh, car factory mm -hmm. right near where Tesla is, and they're going to have all their cars electric by 2030. And then autonomous after that, probably. You heard about that. And yeah. they're basically saying one of their biggest problems is how do they shrink their workforce by right. whatever percent. I think it was a huge number. A Gatlin gun ought to get her done. Yeah. <laughs> oh and so, so if, uh, look, if we're creating all of these low-paying service, I ordered something from Uber Eats tonight, and a very nice lady pulled up in a really old car and handed me my Five Guys Burger and Fries. And mm -hmm. I loved her, and I gave her a 20% tip. But then I thought about what she made, and... We're making more and more people like that. I mean, we're making them by our skills and intelligence and efficiency and all of these mm. things that are very good capitalist things that give us great value for our money. Uh, but we're making them here in the U.S. Like, like for the last couple of decades, we made them over in China and other places where we didn't have to see how poor people work. Right. Didn't have to witness it being made. The sausage being made. So, <laughs> so what Sneakers being made. Right. The right. soccer ball being made. What happens in the U.S. as the people who support me and our lifestyles can't even afford basic necessities of life? Are we going to be okay with that? Um, is Because there isn't opportunity for everybody because all these important manufacturing and other jobs are still going to continually shrink in the name of progress and in the name of ingenuity. Mm. It's, I feel it, like I took some kind of drug tonight and I'm no. not sure what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling better about everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. No. I, like I do want to read your note that you uh, sent to me. Is this okay. a good time to change the subject? Well, unless, if we you didn't wanna, solve anything, if, right? If you want to no, yeah, no. take, take the I, room I just, even lower, go ahead. Yeah. No, zip, go ahead. I just wanted to get what uh, I bet in the past three weeks I've had 15 people say to me, I don't watch the news anymore. Yes. I can't watch it. Can't watch Ukraine. I, I just mm -hmm. shut the TV off. I hear that a lot. Because they know that it's a negative force multiplier in their lives. So let me let me offer or, uh, uh, let me offer a conclusion. Mm hmm. And this, some of this came out of my conversation with John. John Medina, Brain Rules for Work, great book. All his books are freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. I get no th nothing from him for this except for Good. he's kind enough to be my friend. It turns out that there are positive force multiplier things that we can do as people that could literally change the world dramatically my view it turns out when you say to someone you think is an idiot and by the way when john talks to me he's one of the smartest minds i've ever seen in the world and i've had you know you know all the people we've all of us have gotten to interview over the years sure you just, yeah big brains. Oh, hello i'm just dumb dj let me try to think of a question that doesn't make me look <laughs> stupid <laughs> that's not that far right. off <laughs> and, and he's one of those people by the way yeah and so uh, I have to laugh because he's a you know a professor. He's an educator, and so when I ask a dumb question, 
it would never even occur to him to think, what a freaking idiot this guy is. Instead, <laughs> no, no. instead, as an educator, his instinct is, oh, I see an opportunity to inspire someone. Right. And I'm going to just engage them. And, and by the way, I'm just starting to think about this, so I'm not an expert on any of these things. But it, I believe it means finding some positive way to interact when you feel like interacting negatively. And I don't know what it is. It may be as simple as saying to your... Spike, can you give me an example of someone that's really difficult? Yeah, absolutely. What, uh, what Will Smith did to Chris Rock... Yes. ...inspired him to think higher. Inspired who? Reached, what, what, inspired Chris Rock. He walked up on stage oh, and inspired yes. him to think higher. Yes, and Chris Rock has still not commented, right? I no, and, I, I, and I don't think he's going to for a long time. If ever. Is it swelling? Is that why? No. No, no I, I, think, I think you're onto it. I think Chris Rock took the high road even as it happened. Mm -hmm. I think he was sad. I think, let me put it this way, instead of mad, which is, would be a reasonable response, right, Spike? He, he was hurt. Yes. <laughs> instead of mad, he was sad. I bet he was sad for his friend. I know uh, from, from hearing interviews with him how sensitive he is and how insecure that he is. So to have an iconic fellow actor, and I understand there's a history there, yeah. go on, on an event like that and just completely take it over and debase someone publicly uh, was crushing to him. It was soul-crushing. Yep. I guarantee you he's in therapy since then. Oh, so it, it, Perhaps even, daily. Even it probably hurt him. Yeah, more yeah. more than most people would could even imagine. You know, having a son who's a comic, I would not be surprised if that that's great speculation. I, I imagine probably true. Well, um, I, I, who is this, and what have you done with Bob Rivers? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, uh, my son gave me. I had a headache earlier, and my son uh -huh. gave me a little uh, remedy. Yes. Yeah. A little uh, organic remedy. A little organic remedy? No, it's yeah. not that. I'm not... Uh, it was know. an opportunity to enlighten you, Bob. <laughs> <No>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if that happened, I would be incoherent, trust hey, me. Hey, man, enlighten one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just say uh, the, the the three letters are CBD, and I'm yeah. actually surprised at that, because I've thought that that has, doesn't do anything. But um, Well, you said it was a hybrid, too. So. Yes, and yes, that's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It's a yeah. uh, really... I don't mind talking about this, by the way. It's like a two milligram thing, and um, I'll, I'll see your two milligram and raise you. But <laughs> yeah, I know you would. Uh, Welcome <laughs> to the organic playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. But I, I sent my wife that, to a, wait a minute. Do you I, think that I, has an effect on me tonight? Because of course, actually, of course it does. Now my mind, of course is it does. Clear, much clearer than actually normal. For some <laughs> odd reason, yeah. Because well, because you've been taking pain pills. Because yeah. you know. You know, you all know what what you're suffering from, but you've been taking pain pills, and now you're not. You're doing something more organic. Well, and they were prescribed, by the way. I'm not copying. Well, yeah, them on yeah, the yeah. Oh, just know, letting you know. You are in California. We need to clear that up. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> Actually, so oh, sorry. And sorry. Um, and uh, but, to and you all know this. I'm afraid of pain pills because yeah. of you've yeah. seen the damage. Well, because uh, the, my pain pill of choice used to be alcohol. So I was gonna say you've danced with the devil. Yeah, yes. that's right. <sighs> But I did, I, uh, all right, Spike, you do want me to tell that story. So I cold turkeyed after the prescription was done. Uh -huh. And I didn't, it's been a long time since I did that. I had knee surgery about six years ago. Uh -huh. And look, I'm sure, 
compared to um, how John Lennon was feeling when he wrote Cold Turkey? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'm the St. Joseph's baby aspirin for children version <laughs> of that cold turkey. Yes. Cold turkey but life. I had a, after I stopped the medicine, I had a very strange day and a half where I was like crawling the walls and anxious and uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and today I still had this headache and my son and my wife were out and they went to the, and he said, just take one of these little mints. And I said, okay. So do now I have to take one every week? No, 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 okay. no, no. That's just a transitioning thing. Right. You don't have to sand wood every time you pick out sandpaper. <laughs> right. once, once it's smooth, it's smooth. Hand okay? me a force multiplier right now. Yeah, right. So, yeah. All right, let's wrap up force multiplier. So, okay. Uh, and I and I want to I want to learn more about this because I'm pr I'm super well educated about the you know force multipliers that can do evil like hammers and guns and things right. yeah weapons i wanted to hear right weapons but the force multipliers for good are behavioral and if you want to google this which i did um, i'm sorry if it takes you away from your twitter feed hmm. your facetime or Black facebook or too. but if you if you google this uh neurobiologists uh behavioral sciences and force multipliers I started to read about some of the good things you can do. And it turns out when you are super nice to someone, it creates this feedback loop where they feel appreciated and they want to be nice back to you. And you've oh, created yeah. motivation yep. the same way the drama and the negativity create uh, motivation, except this is a force multiplier for good. It's a, and, a benevolence loop, as they and say. And I maintain yep. that what's missing in our media system and missing in our leadership in the whole world right now is people who recognize the need for that and are filling that need. Not kind of positive motivation incarnate, really. All right. And now I'd like yeah, you all to send me twenty nine ninety nine. I was going to say, there's no money in <laughs> because there's no I'm money in making me feel pretty freaking smart, and I'm better than you. Okay. Yeah. Enough on that. I, I want to read Spike's message because this was really. Uh, and you don't mind if I read it verbatim? No, do it, man. Do it. Okay. It was. It made me laugh, but. It, I'm not sure I would put it. Well, I put a lot of stuff out there, so maybe I would. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, it's in your text. So, I wrote to Spike and I said, hey, if you got any topics you think are big this week or anything you want to talk about, send it to me. Uh, I wrote last minute to everybody, and, and Spike's the only one that responded because most people have me on block or silence. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> so Spike wrote, uh, despite all my life being 100% sure of my convictions, I have no idea these days who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Mm. So cool that we talked about this, right? Yeah, yeah, um, completely. Because we're actually mostly all pretty good. Uh, yeah, even the bad guys. Even the bad guys. Anyway, I have no idea who the good guys and the bad guys are anymore. My confidence is gone, and I don't know how to get it back. I've come to the realization that I'll probably never be a grandfather. So as you can see, it's a chipper fucking day at the O'Neill house. <laughs> and, and biting sarcasm was my only my only club left in my bag was biting sarcasm. Yes. Let's take these one at a time. Oh, sure. Wow. We've we've already de dealt with the evil. Oh. We've all been we've all been hyperbolically um, propagandized yes. to believe that. 40% right. of the people uh, in, in our country or whatever are 
evil trying to destroy everything we believe in. I maintain if you actually meet those people in person, that's not true. So maybe that'll make you feel better, and we'll look for force multipliers to do a positive. Now, uh, your confidence is gone. You're one of the funniest fucking people I know on the whole fucking planet. Yeah, seriously. Don't well, your confidence well, should be like raging. I well, think let, the let, feed, let, the positive feedback loop. I think every day you <laughs> plug your confidence into social media and newspapers, they drain it just like uh, shorting out the battery in a brand new Tesla. That's what. Well, I think. It, it's not really. It's not related to my my. Um, intellect or my wit which i hope not to blow my own if i could blow my own horn this way I'd uh, never leave ed, the house. ed will blow horns for you because he's got those <laughs> um, sound effects you ready to go ahead <laughs> okay sure some guys are fast you are instant <laughs> okay go horn ahead. blown well it's 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 job related because it's not it's sales is not working for me okay, okay. Yeah. And I'm, I, I've gotten I've gotten more nose than Barbara Streisand at a Jimmy Durante impression. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> how's that for? You? Well, try oh. try fundraising if you want to up that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get more to get more turns down. And so I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking to transition again. I got I can't keep doing this. I've come to that realization in the last now, week. Now, do so. the people who um, currently yes, pay you I, listen to yes, this podcast? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't right. know if they listen to the podcast, but I, I let them not. know first. I was thinking, you know, I let them know first. Okay. Yeah. But just you your know, admission I mean, so, and that, so, that, that, that because if good. they do, that becomes a force subtractor, you know. <laughs> well, it's it's the writings on the wall. You know, I, okay. you got to do something. There's else. there's there's not there's no fish left in the pond for me to keep throwing my line in the water. Right. And that's you know, defeating. I mean, I I work with a, a very very talented group of people mm-hmm. in a small market who have gotten every bit of gold out of the river there is to have. Right. I'm convinced, and I've spent the better part of six months. Smiling and dialing, as the saying goes. And Smiling asking, and you know, dialing, I like that. You know, and there's just not, there's just not enough, not enough carp left in the uh, in the lake there for me to feed the family. So it's, it's all crap now. So, but and and, that, and that'll rock your confidence. I mean, I By the way, the, I'm the woman to do. who delivered my Uber Eats, I'm pretty sure eats carp too. So I, I think she knows you what go. you're thinking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let them eat carp. Let them eat carp. Oh, carp. Sorry, I missed that. Carp. I'm perfect. dyslexic as well. Oh. So yeah, and that's a self-fulfilling prophecy because sales is a confidence game. Exactly. You know, it really is. And. Yep. When you can do everything right and say, ah, I just don't have the money. Okay, well, it's just not the right time. Okay. Listen, when it is time, keep me in mind. If I can give you any help, any information, let me know. Have, Happy to be by here. the way, sales, mm, I'm going to say something to you you might not want to hear. I think you should be really good at it. I, I think it's all about you. relationships and having fun with people. And if you can make people laugh yep. and you can maybe, uh, maybe you're in the wrong sales position. Well, it's it's the pond. It's not that I can't fish. I'm in a drive. I'm in a, a pond. When you that say has a pond, do you mean um, selling broadcast media? Oh, I, in in the market I'm in, in in the in the team that I work with, mm-hmm. everybody I call on has already been either called. Everybody of note, every big fish, already has someone representing them, or they have, you know. They're they're already spoken for. There are no big right. fish left. I've called meaning, meaning no disrespect to uh, radio and television brethren who are mm-hmm. working extremely hard. Uh, uh, you know, in spite of changing marketplaces with internet and podcasting and right. Netflix and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spike, if you were selling something that people were much more enthusiastic about buying, wouldn't it be easier? Um, it's not. It's not the product. It, it has nothing really not, to do with the product. No, exactly. because I, the, the, the people I'm competing with for this share of market 
in my in my office, they're they're doing great. Oh, they've had established clients. So you believe it's for, you then? They they've had established clients for going on the better part of twenty yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, that's the, that's the thing, Bob. There's just no there's no fresh fresh money in. There's no money left on the bone. I'm I'm the I'm the Not last culture to the for carcass. the for the low yeah. on the totem pole. Got got it. Got yes, it. Yes. Okay, but that's, but I'm I'm asking an entirely different question. I think. Okay. Is shouldn't you swim into the part of the pond where there's lots of people making a killing and turn on your spike charm and become massively successful? It's just a thought. Well, I can't go to their clients and say, like me more. I'm no, funnier. No, 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 no. There I'll are. But there aren't that many fish is what I'm saying. So um, anybody want to help me? No, I'm, I'm just saying that. Excuse me. I, I, yeah, I don't have a cough switch in this getup. That's all right. This is very. We're very uh, low key here at this point. Well, I I have to do fifty two auditions for uh, on average for every every gig I get. And yeah, I know and it's sometimes, a numbers game. Yeah. It is a numbers game, and sometimes yeah. and even think about when we first started in the, in the business and sent out those air checks or those cassettes, and how many you know stamps and and how much postage we wasted. Some of us. Before uh, we finally found some Howard Stern, of all people, perhaps the single most successful broadcaster in America currently, was awful in the beginning. Awful. Terrible. Yeah. Admittedly terrible. And hundreds and hundreds of people told him to do something else. Yeah. Right. Right. And yet his tenacity put him at the top of the heap. He's top of the food chain. I think we can all admit that. Clearly. clearly. Yeah. Half billion dollars worth. Zip. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always had great respect if is this broadcast media we're talking about it is right? yeah oh okay yeah i mean it's it's an intangible it's a tough sell it's I a mean, tough sell if know. and by the way if and here's this may be a factor maybe not a factor but because you were the product for so long yeah i feel like you don't bring the enthusiasm for not being the product and having oh, to sell it oh i clearly it. don't i i yeah. clearly i'm still bitter you're miscast. I'm still bitter. Yeah. Let's I, go I to work. Still, I, I think I'll go to work better. at a place that reminds me how fucking bitter I am every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's my he, point. Why don't yeah. you think entirely out of the box and do something entirely different that uses those same skills you're, uh, you know, that you had on the radio and have with us tonight? Say that again. So. <laughs> Adapt. Uh, hold on, let me get a hammer and throw it on the mouth. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, first off, we're swimming in a sea of money in Seattle there. You're living in the merry old land of Oz. I'm not working in Seattle. Right. Right at the moment. Well, I, yeah, I, I hear you. Okay. So you're, you're in the Pacific Northwest. The whole Pacific Northwest is an explosion of uh, opportunity and innovation and... Uh, major employers and huge. I mean, I know people like young people who don't have a portion of your skill making, you know, massively huge salaries and, and huge demand uh, for people. Now, granted, there is the there is the ageism factor of how old we are. I was about you. I was about to play that yeah. card, Bob, and that's why I blocked you if from it's playing me that card. No, it's a negative card. It's a force, yeah. not a force multiplier. That's fine. <laughs> it wow. is a force multiplier, by the way. Do you see in which direction that's a force <laughs> yeah. multiplier? Mm -hmm. I do in negative. Yeah. Yes. So absolutely. And, and look, the, the deal is to uh, understand the limitations, manage the limitations, and set them aside, but focus on the strengths. And I agree. Yeah. And the strength for you I, is your 
absolutely enjoyable person to be around. Mm-hmm. And ability oh, to entertain yeah. on a whim oh, and oh well, fuck you very much. That's what <laughs> fuck you, you very much. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you see. Yeah. And well, no, that, especially and, and when I you're super yeah. cool people who get sarcasm, which is a lot of people. You know what sarcasm it does? It's a, it's a relieves the pressure from social media. Mm-hmm. Yes, it when does. it's done in yes, person. It does. Yes, and that's that's part of my problem too. Yeah. You know, and, and and it's not that I. I, I don't like what I'm doing, where I'm doing it in the environment. Uh, there's just Hold on, enough. would you like some Kleenex? Because Zip bought nine boxes of Kleenex. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right. I did my, my, Mine's, my, my feminine inside starting to, uh, that's, that's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. I was um, going to yeah, ask no. Ed, Ed, uh, yeah. out of those mm-hmm. 52 auditions in, in the job you get, how, how, how long did it take you to, to generate repeat business, relationship business? from technically cold calling. You know um, I mean? t- I'm going to say 10, 50, well, I mean, one has been a uh, repeat uh, offender, as I call them, since, <laughs> 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 since 1988. But I mean, outside of that, it's been only since uh, largely the pandemic, but before that, since 2000, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, but, but when the union work went away, that, that was a big kick in the pants. You yeah. Know? And the film incentives as well. So all of the social uh, uh, lubricants, shall we say, uh, went away. Yeah. So what is what is um, what is there more demand for today? Uh, well, the the game the, again. There was a seismic change with the pandemic, where the people that uh, only went to uh, studios in L.A., Chicago, and New York were suddenly not. This, those studios weren't even open, so everything had to right. be done electronically. I was already geared up for that. Right place, right time. Right. You know. So it opened some doors. Yeah. Um, boy, there's a lot so, of people in Seattle, and there's a lot of money there. What are they mm-hmm. making it on? Drugs. <laughs> no, well, I, I'm I'm not technically savvy enough to compete in that arena. Hey, but, but, but spike, 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 just use it as a front like the mafia does. <laughs> That's right. Um, you're right. You're right, Spike. That's not it. Uh, but uh, what have a bunch of other broadcast people gotten in? They've gotten into being... Uh, media and PR people for various organizations like Megan Black ended up working. Um, She's a spokesman for the uh, Shen- Bellevue Shen- Police, Shen- right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Friend yeah. of mine tonight is working for a mortgage company. Yes. Uh, to- Linda yeah. Thomas, uh, great news gal. Uh, didn't she work at Amazon? I don't know if she's still She there. just took a job at Airbnb. And just took a job? Okay. Airbnb, can you sell people places to take their wife and bang the shit out of her and have a good time on a weekend? <laughs> of course you can. And not and, and leave the sheets and stains behind, people. You see what I'm saying, though? Well, he's been so I, and I know. If you stopped saying, no, I want to work in the industry I resent because they kicked me off the show, yeah. you might as well resent me. But if you, if you stop saying, I want to do that... And go, well, I, I, did, I didn't take a job in media sales because I wanted to get back in media. I took a job in media sales because last June, when I started and no one was hiring it, it was the first thing that opened up. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. And that's and, why I took but this job. To, to be fair, you also love the media. I do. Yeah, of I course do. I do. We all do, don't we? We all do, yeah. I yeah. listen to the radio and resent what's being put through my head. <laughs> I literally do. It's, it's absolute shite. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. You know? It's, and I don't know anything, Spike. I, I mean, I don't know what the real. I, I just throw theories out there. You can no, but them. but you you actually offer really sound, insightful advice. Is to but be I, not not. It's not that I can't sell things. It's that I'm in an arena that doesn't provide the opportunities I need to take care of my family. And you've been that's miscast. what it boils down to. Yeah, as well. yeah, and yeah, I also yeah. just don't think it's what you want to sell. 
just yeah. psychologically, I guess. I, I could be wrong. Maybe it, 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 there is a benefit for you of doing it because you already know it. I, I guess that that would be uh, true. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of fun stuff happening out there. Well, I got to find one because uh, I'm broke. Or Yay. one may find you. Yeah, we'll see. You can always email us, show at bobandzip.com, and we will forward your emails to Spike. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hey, Bob, have you been watching those old Tony Robbins VHS tapes? <laughs> no. I do remember the motivational speech. Well, but, but Take that's, action. A, that's a fair thing to say because I believe throughout most of the decades of our lives, there have been leaders that are motivationally um, speaking to people, and lately, it just seems that there are, their voices are, I'm sure they're still there, but their voices are not as um, clickable. Think about snakes! Think about snakes! Think about snakes! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. If it bleeds, it leads. There's not a lot of money in cheer, man. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to another topic. Uh, who has one? <laughs> what about cheerleading? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, gosh. Hey, I, I, I sent my wife to a uh, weed cooking class, Bob. Serious? Wow. Yep. Yep. In Seattle. With an old friend, an old friend of ours, actually. Wow. So um, we've, we've gone from sex toy parties to weed, weed cooking classes after. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Go back to sex <laughs> toy parties. I missed that one. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk politics today. Okay. Come on. <laughs> no, that's wow. cool. Uh, I, I, I have <laughs> no idea how people cook with weed. How do they do it? Well, um,. You remember, and I'll, I'll, I'll happily say her name because it's her business. Remember mm -hmm. Mary White, who worked with Ichabod Kane and was okay. a, 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 a staple in the uh, Seattle market? Yeah. In other words, a brilliant broadcaster with lots of talent who yep. found a way to get rich. <laughs> That's right. You should hang out with her a lot. I'm going to have lunch with her this <laughs> I'm having lunch with her this week. I just can't eat anything yeah. she hands me. Why That's can't the problem. You, why, hold on, Spike. We're going to go back to why can't you sell that stuff? That's well. That's that's what I'm figuring out. Is I got to find something that I care about. Is there anything that helps people? I mean, weed yeah, is. Yeah. It turns out a, a pretty important medicine. Yep. Uh, and, you know, probably nowhere near as harmful as alcohol, even as a recreational thing. Right. Um, oh, it's completely not nowhere near. The yeah. number of traffic deaths from weed are uh, zero again last year. <laughs> Any second zero. year in a row. I don't know. Almost. We can say that about traffic deaths. Like I no, do I think you, we I can say you. that about overdose deaths. I do yeah, think we yeah. can say that about a lot of harmful health issues. Well, um, it's it's funny because my and there's I sent not my, enough research to say too much positive yet. But go ahead. Well, I sent Melissa to this cooking class, um, and and Mary has has really found her niche. She's uh, doing cookbooks. She does like cooking live cooking classes. But she is does... she the thing that rhymes with niche? Hmm. No, she's the sweetest thing as can sweet. No, no, no. I meant rich, not bitch. Oh, I thought you meant bitch. Sorry. <laughs> Mary. See, there's my it. negative brain training, Bob. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I was going to say rich I, um, because uh, she certainly has done well. Her business is one of the early ones that started, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's she's just lo and she loves what she does, and it's yeah. helped her physically and, and her health. And right. her mentality are fe are phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal. Problem is, my wife went there to make this class, and you get to. And I said to her when I called and booked the appointment, I said, "Do I have to come and drive her home?" And Mary mm -hmm. was like, "Spike, darling, I would never. We don't get high here. We teach right. them how to right. cook with with cannabis. We're not. I'm not going to get people whacked out of their mind and put them on the road. That's that's stupid. Yeah. Although I'm you like, should I'm be careful with 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 edibles. Boy, oh boy, they can surprise you. Don't don't jump ahead. Don't <laughs> yeah, jump so, ahead. Oh, okay. okay, sorry. 
So my wife goes to this cooking class and has a great time. And there's a, like six people and my wife and Mary get along like champions. Um, and you know, my wife's a, you know, entertains the whole room while she's there. And Mary l- loves my wife, but everything she cooked had nuts in it. And my wife is allergic to nuts. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. So my wife brought these things home okay. and she's like, just try a little of this. I'm like, no, because I don't smoke anymore. And you smoke like you're an extra in the Cheech and Chong movie and <laughs> your tolerance is much greater than mine. And, it's, and, I'm, and I'm glad she does because she stopped taking so many prescription pharmaceuticals and her life is better because she does cannabis. Yes. I don't My wife remember her being in the movie though, man. <laughs> That's the problem, man. She didn't remember it either, brother. You know? Oh, okay. So, so, and we always like, try this. I'm like, okay, and try this. I go, that's, that's wonderful. And I just had like two little nibbles. Two nibbles then I tr- of what? Of, of, of a um, cheese, biscuit, cheese biscuit covered olive that was made with cannabis butter. Oh boy. And a Mediterranean nut and uh, fig and tomato kind of a, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just like a, like a snack, like, a, like a, almost like a real thick salsa, but it's, you know, right, right. again, made with cannabis. So I'm trying, oh, that's not just a pinch of this, just a pinch of that's great. Now let me try to drive three different errands around town while I got stoned out of my mind. Oh. Yeah. You got on a car? I, well, I just had a, a nibble of this and a, nibble, a taste of that. I didn't have like a whole piece of anything. I was oh, like, but the cumulative effect, I see. Yes, Prep, and, I, and the fact that it. I have no tolerance anymore. Right. And I, it's not like I couldn't drive, but I was so thirsty. I pulled over and drank from a stream. I was so oh. cocky. <laughs> okay. Face first into the I'm water. I'm not kidding. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you know. Yeah. It, it was like, good hungry. Lord. I got home and I said, well, what did you give me? I said, you know, like, nothing. So. Yeah. But the good oof. stuff. Yeah. Not enough, well, to, was... not enough to even move the needle for her, probably. So. Oh, not even. Was that weird? For, did, did that, oh, so, horribly weird. Yeah. Horribly weird. Now I remember why I quit. It's, yeah. like, it's like put the football helmet back on, you know? Jeez, <laughs> However, you'd make a great salesman for the same reason, you know. My cocaine dealer that. made a great salesman. He didn't use the product. <laughs> Thanks for not mentioning my name, Bob. Yeah. That's sweet of you. Um, oh, no, no. I was thinking of a different cocaine dealer. You did use the product. No, I was actually thinking of this guy I remember from like 1979. Um, his name, everyone called him Tex. I've been the king of Tex since 1979, man. Uh, right. And You mean Vermont Tex? You remember him. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> when a guy's named for it with a state. Way, you know the funny thing about those kind of memories is you go around wondering, I wonder if he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love how a, we've come full circle. This there is was wondering. another guy I wondered if he was still alive, and then I saw him and met him, and I was like, and he had gotten sober, and, him, you know. Dude, you made it. Gotten healthy, and uh, we were yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so uh, you're okay though, right, Spike? I'm, oh, I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and listen, I want to tell you that um, just even bringing it up tonight with about the lack of confidence and um, you guys really did a good thing, and I feel like uh, I was just miscast. I think it was Ed that said that, but that's yeah, I, yeah, I, I that's think so brilliant. Too. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, but it also speaks to so to your to your own intelligence in that a lot of people just stay in something that they they're miscast in and they're they just waste their lives and it ruins them you have the gumption and the intelligence to know this is not for me and i'm going to move on to something that i have a knack for by the way there are so uh, there is the age thing it'll be there just ignore it yeah but yeah. there uh, there are so many people who would love to hire someone 
who's just incredibly fun to be around. And, and when it, you yeah. are off the hard news. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. When no, you are being your brilliant oh, analytical man. in the moment, in the place, you're actually at space. Right. And doing your uh, word salad, uh, but it's not a word salad. It's a... A brilliant improv. Uh, it's gumbo. Word gumbo. Word gumbo <laughs> yeah. makes people Beady. smile. That in any business, like you, you know, sell something. Sell like Boeing jetliners, where each one's five hundred million dollars. <laughs> you only need to sell one. No, <laughs> no the, the amount of charisma and Bob, it, you know this. When, when, when he walks into a room, yeah, charisma. He just owns you just it. said it. Yeah. That charisma you have should be bank, but to be the right person for somebody you actually probably need to tear down all these walls of where you think you have to work yeah, and be yeah. totally wide open to helping Mary sell or whatever it might can be, of butter yeah, olives yeah. to as many people yeah. as possible. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be something like that. And then, and then you'll be on shark tank and it'll be the can of butter olive. Oligarchs. <laughs> uh, it took off when she met this guy, Spike can of butter olives are now everywhere. Italy. Boom, they're baby. huge. Boom. But, Wait, you're telling me they've got more shelf space in Costco than, than baloney. Yes, they do. <laughs> can of butter olives ever since Spike O'Neill took over. How did he do it? I don't know. And that may not be the one because he's yeah. going to accidentally eat something every, every couple of weeks. <laughs> Get fired. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here in Palm Springs with the family, and any minute, Andrew's going to walk in. Mm. And I would love to get him on the podcast. Let's mm. see where they are. They're on their way. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to text. How close are you? Yeah. Um, share your location with them. They'll share it back. Hold on one second. Another yes, quick entertainment su suggestion. Uh, sure. Ken Burns did a, a uh, really fascinating biography, a documentary on Ben Franklin. That's yeah, I, oh, I heard about telling it. Tell me that. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. It's um, just, it's amazing. Yeah, it was really the only non-president that is on a dollar bill. Oh yeah. And, and what what uh, network is this? Uh, PBS. Uh, that's 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 not right, Ed. That's not right. That's wrong. Is that right? It's wrong. Really? Hamilton is also Hamilton's on the ten because he Hamilton. started the banking system, and he's uh, never was not a president. I stand corrected. Wow. Thanks to my orthopedic underwear. I he only know this because of Hamilton the musical. <laughs> All right. So backing up a second, Zip, um, give us something from the Ben Franklin. Do they deal with some of the controversial stuff? Uh, what are they? Is it mostly getting struck by lightning while holding a key? What is it? <laughs> All that stuff. He, uh, he was the youngest of 17 kids. What? Right? Wow. Retired at 42. Never so <laughs> Never so did his mother's uterus back into place. <laughs> 30, uh, 31, yeah. Never, uh, never took a patent out on any of his inventions. Well, any of his inventions? Uh, You're kidding. No. Nope. Never rewarded himself. lightning rod, Franklin stove, what else? Stove, Street yeah, lighting, yeah. odometer, urinary catheter. The guy was like, you know. Genius. Wow. An overachiever. Yeah, total uh, genius. He invented the urinary catheter for his dad, right? After all those kids. Nothing yeah, <laughs> on top of uh, <laughs> on top of you know <laughs> one of the forefathers. Ben Franklin. The okay, I'll novels. give you one that I haven't completed watching yet. What's that? But started last night with Keith, and I'm pretty wowed so far. Okay, it just came out. It's okay. called Dune. Dune. 
Now I guess it's oh, based the new, on the new movie. Yes, and I guess it's based okay. on the book, and I can't remember what. Is it Netflix? I don't even remember which. I have a copy of it. I just didn't watch no, it. No, Dune was a major theatrical release, dude. It, it, but it, this is the brand new one that's just out on streaming TV. So, with the Timothy Chalamet and uh, yeah, the, the one that was like the if Oscar these nominated. actors weren't at one time married to Demi Moore. I don't know who they are. <laughs> 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 Poor Bruce Willis. What yes, is that? That spans oh, only I mean, a couple oh. of generations, by the way. By the oh. way. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me. Uh, Paul Altrades. Is that who you said? No. Oh. Oh, that's the character in Dune. Hold on. Let me let me read you the Dune. <laughs> well, you know. And Tiger Woods. Dune is a 2021 Masters, American epic science under. fiction film directed by Dennis Villeneuve yeah, the, from a screenplay by Villeneuve, yeah. John Spates, and Eric Roth. It's a remake of the one they did back in the '80s with Sting, yes. and uh, so it's yeah. it's the modern version of yeah. that. It's sort Timothy of like Chalamet, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, there were several Hobbit movies, by the way, before the big <laughs> Lord of the Ring one happened. Oh um, yeah. Anyway, um, here's what I can tell you about it. It's uh, you're either in the camp that's going to love it, or you're married to someone and you walk out within ten minutes of his putting this on <laughs> and you know somebody from both camps do you i do well keith, <laughs> keith and i basically uh, lisa and leanne had you know about eight or nine minutes and went rolled their eyes and went how can guys watch this stuff right yeah, uh, whereas us. keith and i were going dude wow. did you see that wow <laughs> and and they do, at one point in the movie they describe oligarchs and what makes them so evil and we're like ripped from the pages of today's social media <laughs> and uh and by the way that's the appeal of the movie for me is it's social commentary on um current events uh, on really it's social uh commentary on the human condition as as it is in the current event phase but also probably applied thousands of years ago in socrates right. time yeah. too yeah. yeah it's just uh the savage tribal uh, nature of human beings so far. Maybe there's some force multipliers for good that come in later. I but hope so, buddy. I have never, I've never read the book. Have you guys? The Bible, yeah. Dune. <laughs> oh, the Bible. Yeah, sorry. I, I haven't read the book, but I saw the old movie. You know, okay. all right, a long time ago, when the Earth was clean. Yeah. You're the kind of guy who remembers lines from movies thirty. Honest years ago. to God, that yeah. guy's got a got a steel trap from yeah. memory. So was it a good movie then? Uh, do, no, it was a turd sandwich back then. Okay. A turd sandwich. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it means the more bread you have, the less turd you have to eat. You know how that works. Uh, well, I stand by my... And I've heard the, I heard the new oh. one is wonderful. I've heard okay. the new one is absolutely wonderful. All, all the shortcomings of the old movie were corrected through better technology and better uh, acting. I stand by my, um, I guess, uh, wasn't a recommendation, but so far a quarter of the way into it, I'm pretty impressed, but I know that science they fiction, non-science yeah. non fiction people yeah. who tend to be, yeah. Don't hang know, for in it. my world, female, uh, <laughs> get them something else wow. to they do. Send, them, with send them to Melissa's yeah. Can <laughs> Butter Olive Party. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they, then they watch Coda with Zip yeah. and they're all set. Yeah. By the yeah. way. They both wear skirts. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Spike, um, <laughs> what if, you know, 
I mean, I joked about sex toy parties and uh, what did they all still? Cannabis-infused maple syrup, Bob? Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> Perfect. No. But what I... if you had a business model? Spike O'Neill's liquid gold. That, and by the way, this fits you. It's because brain you could, sticky. You could, you could sell uh, ice boxes to Eskimos. Uh, what if they had a business model of um, you going to other people's houses and demonstrating and they go into other people's houses? And like a pyramid scheme. Right. You know, like um... you had me at scheme. But <laughs> no, but I, I like where he's going, though. Yeah, but I mean, I what too. if I you do. came up with the brilliant marketing ideas for Mary that grew her company, and you found yourself making people laugh and doing what you love, and at the same time helping someone succeed, which is a for that's just a force multiplier. When you know you're doing someone else good, it makes you right. feel better about it yourself. And, uh, That'd be great, man. The part That's I what left I'm out, for. the most important part of my conversation with John, and I okay. completely forgot it. Spike, I got it. You, <laughs> you tell her you're going to put in a security system, only it's GoPros instead of security cams, and the resolution's <laughs> much better. And you're actually creating a small series for Netflix. Ah. And your nice. Oh, by the, by the way, that is a cooking show uh, for yeah. the Food Channel. Yes. That, absolutely. Is there a cooking show about cannabis yet? Hey, I can do the voiceover with you, uh, man. No. You could, you could do it with me. We could do it together, you know. I mean, look, after Zip's done watching the Ben Franklin special, he'd watch that. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I, I am old. Uh, we are all old, but that's okay. We're young at heart. That's right. All right, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess my uh, my comedian son will have to be on next week. Uh, we'll try to be on a more regular schedule now that the maple syrup season has ended. It is always a joy, uh, but one of the greatest joys is knowing that there are thousands of you out there um, and, and really pretty good numbers lately. We're actually about to cross a, a huge number sometime in the next three or four weeks, which I oh, will uh, share with you uh, probably a week after I forget to mention it. <laughs> uh, but uh, And we had a couple of new Patreons. We appreciate that. You can go to patreon.com slash Bob Rivers and throw eight bucks into the tip jar once a month if you want to. Uh, much, much appreciated, and um, yeah, we, we're here because knowing that some of you enjoy the show is, um, you know, that's a force multiplier for us. Uh, <laughs> last week, I played, and, and sometimes you guys don't hear the song I stick on at the end because I put it on after, you know, after you go home and I'm yep. producing it, but last week, I played a song on the show and challenged people uh, to not cheat by using the internet and tell me what the song was. And I said the winner would get something. And the winner was the first person to email, email me. And you'll never guess who it was. As I said, you'll never You're guess sorry. who it was. So I, was <laughs> clearly, <laughs> I was clearly right about at least one thing today. You were right, Bob. That's right. It, it was my sister, Patty, the school teacher. Wow. Uh, and the song I played was a silly song. I don't know if any of you would know it. It is by Nielsen Schmielsen. Remember Nielsen? No, yeah. Yeah. And it was called The Puppy Song. Have you ever uh, heard The Puppy Song? No. I don't know if I have. Um, when I hear it, I might have heard it, but I haven't go, heard it. Uh, you're not going to go to last week's episode, so I'll text it no. to each of you guys. You can uh, tell okay. me what you think. It's just the most silly, um, happy, it's sort of like a kid's song. Totally doesn't sound like Nielsen at all. Uh, but it's a, it's a really cheerful song. I think it would cheer Spike up. Actually, you know what? I think we should play it again. Okay. You guys can I give you a little bit of trivia, Bob? Yes, you can. You were in the room where that was written. I was in the room where that was written. Was it Abbey yes. Road? No. What room? Nope. Um, the former home of Nielsen. 
The former home of Nielsen. Yep. Was where? You and I both. Oh, well, was, um, John Lennon bought it from Nielsen. That was Tom. That was Tom Likas' house Tom in LA. Tom Likas' house. Yep, that's right. Wow. Oh, and that's I knew that. I heard he that. bought a house that John Lennon had lived in, and Nielsen had it before. Yep, before Lennon. And that song was written there. Yep, that album was. If it's on the album, album was. Yeah, it, it, it might not be his original song. Hold on, I'm going to grab the song. And here comes the song. Dreams are nothing more than wishes, and a wish is just a dream you wish to come true. If only I could have a puppy, I'd call myself so very lucky just to have some Dreams are nothing more than wishes And a wish is just a dream You wish to come true Whoa, 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 whoa. Dreams you are nothing true. more than wishes And a wish you is just a dream Your wish will come true wish to come true Your wish will come true Your wish will come true Whoa, whoa ready for the funny farm. Let's find out which it is. <laughs> it was perfect. Good voice matching. I mean, matching your own voices is an art. Oh. Whoops, before we go, uh, my granddaughter Georgia is here. And do you want to say uh, hi on the oh. podcast? Uh, she's shaking her head no. Can you guys see that at home? Yeah. No, they can't. Smart say, just kid there, Bob. Oh, you have a knock-knock oh. joke? Oh, Who's there? Knock-knock. Knock-knock. Who's there? Bill. Bill? No, Boo. Oh, Boo? Boo? <laughs> boo who? Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> you are the sweetest. She is so funny. Let's give her a big round of applause. Yes. Georgia. Let's see if there's another comedian. She was the opening act. Uh, let's bring on your headliner. Here comes Andrew Rivers. Andrew, come on. Oh, no, no, no. Well, we have a feature act. Uh, we have Hazel. Hazel, come on up to the microphone. Say hi to everybody.
Ah. All right, for Hazel. That is such a sound, by the way. Birds drop out of trees when she does (laughs) that. It's amazing. What are you eating? You're eating a tangerine? Did you have a nice dinner? Um, these are my friends on the on the radio, the podcast. You want to say? Joke. Oh, you have a joke too? Yeah. Okay. All right, bring, come right up. Knock knock. Who's, uh, who's there? Who's there? Yeah. Uh, banana. Banana who? Banana who? Knock knock. Who's, who's there? there? Banana. Banana, banana who? who? Knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange. Orange who? Orange who? Yeah. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> oh! oh! You got me! Oh! Okay. Do you have another one, Georgia? Okay, no, she says. All right, it's time to bring out your headliner. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers. Come over here, Andrew. Okay. I know, this is so hard. Like, how do you follow that? I can't follow it, but I don't know if I can tell jokes appropriate for this audience. Hey, Andrew, Andrew, here's one you can share with the girls. Andrew, here's one you can share with the girls. Okay. What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Anybody can roast beef. Anybody can roast beef. Anybody can roast beef. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? That is so, that is so <laughs> 9 to 12. That's not, that's not 4 to 7. It's okay, to sorry. Yeah. Read the room, Spike. Come on. <laughs> All right, let's uh, oh, say hi to the kitty cat. Meow Meow is the kitty cat's name. Meow Meow. Guys, this is awesome. Why do seagulls fly over the, the sea? Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Uh, because they're not land gulls? No, because if they flew over the bay, there would be bagels. They would be big. Like, ah, I knew I had the right idea. Ah, that is so good. That is wonderful. All right, Andrew says he'd rather come on next week because you could not follow that, right? <laughs> yeah, how do you follow that? Kids are dogs. What's that? Come on. Oh, what's that? Andrew's birthday is coming up. Next week, we'll celebrate your birthday. Well, Lisa's birthday was yesterday, Lisa, right? Lisa, your birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Do you want us to talk how old you are? Sure. No, we're not going to. Oh, my God. I know where my bread is buttered. Yes. I, there's two things I can't say. Her Plus, age those... and let's watch Dune together. So we're not going to do those two things. Okay. All right, man. You, you got all those pain pills. Now Everybody is the time to do it. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Night, guys. All right. Thank back you. to our family vacation. Oh, right. man. Go ahead. Go Enjoy. get them, Bob. I hope you all have fun. Take care. The Bob and Zip Show with